Human society runs on stories. They create our reality the way we, as individuals, see the world. They make us sad. They make us happy. They inspire us. It's no surprise that Hollywood, TV, and books bring in hundreds of billions of dollars each year. And it's no surprise that the entire nation, except for Ohio, was rooting for the Cubs. The eternal underdogs finally had their shot. It's why day in and day out, most people want to live the best story they can. We love good stories. At this point in human history, it feels like there are infinite stories, and we're told they're all different. But what if I told you the basic structure of all of those stories is the same? I'm not talking about the stuff that ends up making them different, like style. Just a basic structure for every story that's ever been recognizable as a story. Well, many people have tried different formulas, but perhaps no one has done it better than the widely respected philosopher and theologian Joseph Campbell. He developed the monomyth, also known as the hero's journey, which he lays out in his masterwork, A Hero with a Thousand Faces. Joseph Campbell's Hero with a Thousand Faces, it wasn't a screenwriting book. It was just a book about a guy who grew up a Boy Scout and a Catholic who was really passionate about these Native American stories, who started noticing similarities between parables about Christ and like these Native American folktales that predated Christ and also had no way of, of, of being touched by Christian uh, culture. So he started, you know, his, his, his life work became comparative mythology and mythology doesn't isn't just stories around a campfire it's it's pop music it's it's the dream you're describing to your friend on the subway it's 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 drawings on a napkin it's 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 basically everything indeed after years and years of studying campbell concluded there are characteristics of an effective story and those characteristics are consistent regardless of religion race time or ancestry it's nothing short of genius but what if you could simplify his monomyth into an even more basic structure, one that helps anyone build a story? Well, Dan Harmon, who we were just listening to, did exactly that. He created the story circle, a distillation of the monomyth into eight steps. He believes his circle is universal for any story in any medium. Before we get to the eight steps he sets out, I want to bring the circle back to its most basic form to first understand the theory behind it. So we have a circle, and we draw a horizontal line through it. The top of the circle represents where the character's journey starts and finishes. The bottom represents the world that needs to be traversed in order to grow and change. In a basic sense, this is the ordinary world, and this is the special world. So why this ritual of descent and return? Well, for Harmon, every story has a rhythm or balance. He lays out three dualities to explain this. The first being life and death. Take, for example, the story of life. You're alive, and then you're dead. Then your dead body decomposes and feeds plants, giving new life, which then dies. That's a story. It goes back and forth. They rely on each other. A balance is needed for things to happen. Same goes for the next one he lays out, consciousness and unconsciousness. Upstairs in your consciousness, things are comfortable, well-lit, and regularly swept. Downstairs in the basement is your unconscious, where it's older, darker, and much freakier. It's the stuff you don't, won't, and or can't think about. However, your pleasure, your sanity, and even your life depend on occasional round trips. Ventures by the ego into the unconscious through therapy, meditation, confession, sex, violence, or a good story keep the conscious in working order. Just like the health of an individual depends on the ego's regular descent and return to and from the unconscious, a society's longevity depends on actual people journeying into the unknown and returning with ideas. In their most dramatic, revolutionary form, 
These people are called heroes. But every day, society is replenished by millions of people diving into darkness and emerging with something new or forgotten. To Harmon, all stories follow this pattern of descent and return, of diving and emerging. As he says, all life, including the human mind and the communities we create, marches to the same specific beat. If the story marches to this beat, it will resonate. It will send an audience's ego on a brief trip to the unconscious and back. The audience has an instinctive taste for that, and they're going to say, yum. But how does one venture between these dualities in order to create a story? Let's build the rest of our circle. We draw a vertical line down the center. Now we have four intersections and four spaces, or quadrants. Starting at the top and going clockwise, we number the four points where the lines cross the circle. One, three, five, and seven. Now we number the quarter sections themselves. Two, four, six, eight. Each number has a label, and they'll take us through the story piece by piece. One, you. A character is in a zone of comfort. Two, need. They want something. Three, go. They enter an unfamiliar situation. Four, Search, adapt to it. Five, find, get what they wanted. Six, take, pay a heavy price for it. Seven, return, then return to their familiar situation. Eight, change, having change. Now, each of the semicircles has an important meaning crossing from one half to the other. These are major sources of drama in the story. From top to bottom, you delineate the moment that the hero enters a new situation and is forced to adapt often struggling to do so. This usually means that the protagonist fights some external force. The second line is defining the inner struggle of the hero. Once the hero crosses this dividing line, he or she finally faces and tries to overcome his or her inner flaws or problems. If we took, for example, Die Hard, we'd have failing marriage and terrorist attack. And left to right, we might have stubborn, not stubborn. Once he descends and returns to here, McLean, no longer stubborn, now has the power to change his failing marriage. In simplest terms, order chaos, stasis, change. Now that we have our circle ready, I'd like to apply it to a well-known story, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. One, you, establish a protagonist. When a story starts, the audience is just floating like a ghost. You have to give them some place to land. How do you do this? How do you put the audience into a character? Easy. You just show one. Just fade in on them and we are them until we have a better choice. Okay, let's go. Two, need. Something ain't quite right. This is where we find out something is off balance in the universe, no matter how large or small that universe is. If this is a story about war between Earth and aliens, this is where we see the ship coming toward Earth. If it's a rom-com, our protagonist is on a terrible blind date. We're learning that things aren't perfect and things could be better. This is the reason why the story is going to take place. Star Cruiser. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. What's this? What is what? He asked you a question. What is that? Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. You must learn the ways of the Force. If you're to come with me to Alderaan. Three. Go. 
crossing the threshold. What's the story really about? The you was in a certain situation, and now that situation changes. A terrorist attack occurs. A small town girl leaves for the big city. Remember that the top half of the circle represents the ordinary world, while the bottom half represents the special world. It doesn't matter how small or large the story is, but there needs to be contrast between these two worlds. I want to come with you to Alderaan. There's nothing for me here now. I want to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like my father. Four. Search. The Road of Trials. The protagonist doesn't need to literally train during this. It's where they adapt and experiment. In A Hero with a Thousand Faces, Campbell actually uses a digestive tract breaking a person down, taking out certain neuroses, stripping them of fear and desire. Nothing can save you here. Eyeglasses, credit cards, promotions, cell phones. The purpose has become refreshingly simple. We're headed to the deepest level of the unconscious mind, and we can't reach it if we're surrounded by all the stuff we think is important. Five. Find. Meeting with the goddess. The job of the Road of Trials is to prepare you for the meeting with the goddess. This is what Joseph Campbell called this part of the story, and that's why Harmon kept it. Our hero in making just found out what they're looking for, even if it wasn't what they thought they were looking for. This is where the big revelation happens, where there's the greatest vulnerability. Whatever you call it, this is a very special pivot point. The protagonist hovers here, makes a choice, and ascends. The goddess can be a gesture, an idea, a gun, a person, or a destination. Whether it was the direct conscious goal or not, the need from two is fulfilled. Boy who wants to adventure rescues princess? Check. Well, who? Who is he found? Princess Leia. The princess? She's here? The droids belong to her. She's the one in the message. We gotta help her. Now look, don't get me funny ideas. The old man wants us to wait right here. But he didn't know she was here. We just find a way back into the... <laughs> I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. You're who? I'm here to rescue you. I've got your R2 unit. I'm here with Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi? Where is he? Come on. Six. Take. Meet your maker. This is the hardest part. It's when you realize something is really important to the point where it's more important than you. You gain full control over your destiny. In the first half of the circle, you're reacting to the forces of the universe. Adapting, changing, seeking. Now you've become the universe. You've become that which makes things happen. On one hand, this is the price of the journey. The shark eats the boat. You lose a friend. On the other hand, a goal achieved that we never even knew we had. The shark now has an oxygen tank in its mouth. The friend has given you time to complete the mission. Look! Come on, R2. We're going. How's the chance? Go! No! 7. Return 
bringing it home. For some stories, this is as simple as waking up. For others, it's someone who needs to be pulled out of an extreme situation. The hero runs out of an apartment to stop a wedding. There's a huge car chase. It's not a journey if you never come back. Can't believe he's gone. they'd have a tighter defense. An analysis of the plans provided by Princess Leah has demonstrated a weakness in the battle station. 8. Change. Master of both worlds. The Yu is in charge of their situation again, but has now become a situation changer. Life will never be the same. In an action film, this is the showdown. This is when the hero gets to the wedding in time to stop it from happening. This is when the Death Star is blown up. What I find so interesting about The Circle is how it can apply to any piece of a story. If you're a writer on a sitcom like Harmon is, you're writing circles for each character and how they traverse the story, how they change from top to bottom, from left to right as the story moves forward. Is this the only way to create a story? No, but Harmon believes that all stories come back to the structure, otherwise they're not recognizable as stories. To deconstruct storytelling like this should not make it seem dull or repetitive or uninspiring. Harmon's work alone is proof that dedicated storytellers can use this basic structure to tell incredibly complex, subversive, and consistently meaningful stories in their own style. And it's great stories. Having a meaningful conversation with a friend or family member, seeing your favorite sports team win a championship, or reading a great book that keep us all psychologically, spiritually, and socially alive. They fine-tune us to all aspects of our existence, the rhythm of life and death, our unconscious and unconscious feelings and thoughts, the order and chaos of the world, and how they work together. A great story can change someone's life, so get out there and tell yours. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed that, uh, please go check out Dan Harmon's breakdown of The Circle. Uh, he does it in greater depth and in much funnier ways than I could ever do. Um, most of the content of this video comes directly from his breakdown of the circle, so I'll link it uh, in the description. If you appreciate what I do on this channel, please consider pledging a dollar or three dollars towards my Patreon. Any amount gives me more time to make more content, so thank you so much to the people who have pledged already. You are helping make this channel happen. Thank you for watching. I will see you soon.